We binged like almost everything that dropped on Disney Plus Day. Yeah. Was that a good idea? We, no. Probably not. <laughs> Father, I want to be a real boy. No, have you not seen like the, the TikToks about that one? No, I'm not on a Pinocchio TikTok. What TikTok are you? It's, it's animated TikTok. Jeez. I couldn't tell if they recasted the voice actors or if they're just old now. Like they just sounded slightly <laughs> different. Pre bada pre pre bada bada pre peanut butter. Daniel, how's it going, dude? Pretty good, man. Okay. Voice crack right there. Pretty good, man. How's it going with you? I am excited for this episode. Thank you. I'm glad you're doing you're doing good, doing well. Ditto. So as we said in the intro, or mentioned in the intro, I don't know. I might try I might try a different intro this time. So if I did try a different intro, got around to it, everyone let me know. It just starts off with me going bleh. No, that's not, not what I'm doing. I mean, maybe <laughs> if it is what I do, let me know what you think of it. Um but yeah, so we're talking about Disney Plus Day, and I almost said Downtown Disney. What the heck's going on? D23. That's it. <laughs> D23 is like in the process of going on. We're recording this Saturday morning, just the way our schedules worked out. So only a, we can only report on like the stuff that happened Friday, which is still a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the main focus could be Disney Plus Day, but um, yeah. Has there been anything else that came out that came out since we like got up? Because I feel like there's been stuff that's already uh, been. I don't think since we got up. I don't think they're probably not going to make any huge announcement at like. 9 a.m. Pacific time because that's when like yeah, it's that's happening true. in Pacific time. Yeah. Um, but is Disney Plus Day like has who made that fake holiday? Like, I, it just kind of came to be, and they like marketed it as like this big deal. What are your just like opinions on Disney Plus Day as a concept? It's I get it. You know, it's kind of like a nice thing for you to be like, okay, there's expected content. Uh -huh. But at the same time, it's like. I feel like only people that know about it know. Like, we're yeah. talking about it now, but really, I only really know about it because, like, you bring it up and you're like, hey, we're going to do a podcast about Disney Plus Day. And I'm like, okay, what's what's going on Disney yeah. Plus Day? And then you yeah. told me, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. I've got a Mickey Mouse shirt on to support. It's really faded, uh, which is kind of like the design, but to support Disney Plus Day and D23. So, woo! I was going to make a really podcast melancholy joke there, but I am not going to. Okay. Well, speaking of melancholy <laughs> jokes, I had this joke lined up before certain events happened, and then it made it an even better joke. Yeah! I almost posted a TikTok about it. But, oh my uh, god, joke. So I, like, so Disney Plus Day, the reason it is, like, now, like, <sighs> it was September 8th, is because Disney Plus dropped on September 12th, 2019. Yeah. And so the first Disney Plus Day, I, or maybe the second one, I don't know when it was, I think it was last year, was... September 12th last year. This is my thought process. Maybe these Disney executives were trying to like avoid being so close to 9-11, like to avoid like sadness and stepping on yeah. that big day. And so they're, and I'm imagining like this Disney CEO, like, oh yeah, like let's make a decision this year to move it back to September 8th. So we get, start like inching away from 9-11. Maybe we'll just start shifting it up towards the beginning of September. And then the queen dies on the day of Disney plus day. Like uh, that is you mean, poor You mean that- <laughs> Jake, by Disney. You, you made that joke and you put it in the group chat, and I I freaking died. I made a very made uh, <laughs> risque TikTok. It wasn't um, even that, that bad. It, it wasn't even that bad, honestly. For our content. It's it's, cool. He literally just said what he said there. Like, it's so funny, Jake, because I feel like whenever you, like, you have, like, perfect timing for when it comes to this stuff. Because you, <laughs> like, you know me, I have no filter, but you, you do it, like, every, you, like, have a little, little like, 
<laughs> like a what? little dice of it <laughs> every you? now and then. So it's just like when you say something that's like out of pocket, there's like so much more meaning to it. Oh, like it's just see, so much more funny. You. you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, the thing was, I literally <laughs> that morning wrote the joke for the podcast of like, oh, Disney's trying to like avoid 9-11. And I was like, I don't even know if I should say that because like 9-11 is very serious and like don't want to like step yeah. on that. And then when the Queen's death happened, I was like, it was already on my mind. So that joke just like formed. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to be the only one that like has this thought and it's too great to not share with someone at least um <laughs> they're both very serious issues rest in peace yeah. the queen everyone please remember like 9-11 and everything uh, but disney like it's just ironic i think that disney plus day this like happy experience has now landed like it's crossing both of those times yeah um but anyways before we get into the main segment still kind of like pre-banter did you see the Glass Onion trailer? This is not Disney-related news, but I just thought it was interesting. It's a Knives Out, the Knives Out sequel trailer. Just dropped. No, that trailer's out now? Yeah. At least it's pretty Ooh. interesting. I think we should do... I was considering maybe doing, like, trailer reactions on our YouTube just to spice up some I'd, content. I'd be down. I'd be down um, for that. Yeah, so let us know in the comments if you would like to see that. We can do that. I feel like I need to, like mentally say i'm doing that because anytime i see a trailer i'm interested i'm like oh I'll just watch it immediately and then i'm like yeah, you okay, just it. Done a reaction. <laughs> yeah anyways all right ready to jump in the main segment disney plus day and d23 yeah so going chronologically disney plus day was september 8th thursday mm-hmm. last thursday we binged like almost everything that dropped on disney plus day. yeah was that a good idea we, no but we should Probably say not. this <laughs> we should say but this too. It it's anyways. called disney plus day but like we're saying now like there's stuff coming out for like the entire weekend no, that's D23. That's the difference. Oh! D23 is a convention. Daniel doesn't even know we're doing the podcast on. That's how professional we are. <laughs> Disney Plus Day is no, September sorry, my 8th, brain and that's where everything dropped on Disney Plus. And then all the announcements, like D23 is like a convention. I totally forgot about D23. Like, I've, I've, I love D23. I just and like, it. Okay. I know, but my bra- <laughs> Dude, I literally just got up like five minutes ago. So, like... You get, okay. It got me some slack. <laughs> all right, so there was a lot that dropped. There was Pinocchio... On Disney Plus mm-hmm. Day, on Disney Plus, Pinocchio, yeah, yeah. the new live action dropped. Uh, and we're going to get into each one individually. Cars on the Road dropped, which is that new Pixar Cars series. Thor 4 released on Disney Plus, like came to streaming. And then an Obi-Wan Kenobi documentary and also a She-Hulk episode, but that was like every Thursday. Maybe that's why they did it on Thursday, so it would coincide with Disney Plus Probably Day. other stuff. Yeah. I wonder. Out of all the things that I dropped on Disney Plus, on Disney Plus Day, what were you most looking forward to before you watched it? I'm going to say it was probably the Kenobi series breakdown. And yeah, I got to say, it really, out of all the stuff I watched, it's probably the, th- the thing that uh, actually touched me the most as well, honestly. I was, yeah, I was pretty underwhelmed by just most of the content that dropped. Like, they, it was a lot of stuff, but I just felt kind of like... Wait, did you say the Cars thing, too? Did you yeah, say yeah, that yeah. on your list? Okay. I, think, I didn't watch that. That's, like, the one thing I didn't... Yeah, I, didn't I watched a few episodes of the Cars thing, and we'll get into each one. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, I feel like... Most of it was just like, I don't know if it's just me being like cynical and now like working in this industry. I'm just like, that's just kind of like whatever content. I, I don't, I didn't really like resonate much with anything that dropped on that day. Did you, do you coincide with that or no? I guess you like said the Kenobi thing. Yeah, the Kenobi thing. I think it was, it's always good to see. Resonate. Um, yeah. That was one thing I, I did enjoy most of it. With the Kenobi thing specifically, I, I love the nostalgia and connection, not only on screen but also seeing that perspective from the people who worked on it from behind the scenes and how yeah. they brought that connection back and it, it, it's just really and we'll get into that but let's get into it, kenobi actually so yeah the kenobi documentary was like 
um, like they always do like a making of documentary for like Mandalorian and, and they call it like Star Wars Gallery. And I think this was like something different. This was like a Jedi's Return or Jedi Tale yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. And so like I think this more focused on the actors and it was basically a behind the scenes documentary of the making of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series but it was more centered like the message of the documentary was like centered on like the actors and what it meant to them coming back into this world and like kind of the character motivations and I thought it was interesting because like I enjoyed Kenobi but like looking back like I thought I don't know if I'm just like super cynical this week but like I don't know I felt like the documentary I don't know if you felt this way the documentary like helped me understand a lot of the intentions of like the filmmakers and the characters and like the actors and i kind of wish that i didn't need to watch a documentary to understand that as deeply like i wish i saw that in the show more um i can give an example i I get what you're saying no 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 no, i could i totally get what you're saying yeah um and i had the same I had the same feeling too watching it. Like yeah. there's, there's times where there's like a like, like you know they're talking about like motives and mindsets of like these characters and like like especially when it came to Obi Wan talking about like how he was broken and, and these different relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that and also like how they were setting expectations where you know everyone wasn't expecting something between Obi Wan and Luke but then it turns into Obi Wan right. Leia story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like the specific example I had was um, Reva like. The Deborah Chow, the director, talks about Reva, and she she is an interesting character. Like we said, like once you see the whole picture and like look back, um, it's cool that she was like a Jedi, um, like a Jedi Padawan or like youngling during Order sixty six, and she survived, and then she's dedicated her life to getting back at like Vader, and she is literally like a spy and like infiltrates her ranks. And what Deborah Chow said was that was really interesting is that she like the character of Reva like has like lost her way in the midst of like this mission with like a good purpose to like infiltrate and get into the like higher ups of the inquisitors to get close to vader to like take him down in that process she's kind of lost her way and is like falling to come to the dark side a little bit and i think that's really interesting but i think when it was presented in kenobi as it was coming out we didn't learn that until like episode like five and i i kind of wish we like maybe got hints of that earlier like knew that earlier maybe it was like laid out better maybe maybe that would have ruined it i don't know but i just i felt like that was a little late i don't know that that's just my opinion it's not even that it's like a mixed message too because like her whole mission right is based in revenge which is a dark side path in itself so i guess that was her like showing the filmmaker showing that like she's falling to the dark side but i just i don't know i don't know if that was explicitly like i didn't really get that my point is i didn't really get that until they said it in the documentary and like really like be, understand be like oh yeah that was like a cool motive like i wish it was just expressed better in yeah, yeah. kenobi i don't know, I know what that's you mean. Just, again i i did enjoy kenobi i, I was really great seeing everyone back um but yeah that's just my opinion on on that aspect but uh i thought they were also really smart how they presented the documentary like they started with ewan mcgregor so starting off strong like obi-wan kenobi and then they went mm-hmm. through literally every single actor and minor character before darth vader to keep you like the audience like entertained watching because like, everyone yeah. knows he's coming but like <laughs> if you just put obi-wan and anakin like people probably like click off so like they're thinking like how do we keep people watching this documentary i didn't even think about that but yeah that's such a good point because it definitely worked for me so yeah just like <laughs> i was like maybe he's next and then it was like the pilot that was in one episode i was like ah dang it. <laughs> <laughs> also oh well that's kind of a ttt but i i can wait or I could just do it now. Yeah, do it. Uh, did you know that Lola, the bot that Leia had in the Kenobi series, was based off of the birds that Carrie Fisher had when she was a kid? I No, no, kind of. I heard that, and I don't know if it was true. I thought I saw someone say that that was false. 
Wait, really? Yeah, I thought someone said I that. Saw, I saw photos and stuff that showed like the parallels there. I did see that, but I thought um, someone just like made a connection and then someone else was like, no, her bird was called something else and it was just a coincidence or something. It could oh. be. I don't know. Never mind then. You can cut that. No, it's all right. I'll leave it in. <laughs> Nothing gets cut. Uh, just kidding. A lot gets cut. A lot um, of things get cut. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting also. Um, the, the They did like, they showed the flashback scene when they were filming the flashback of Obi-Wan and Anakin, like doing mm-hmm. that duel. They had like dots on their face to de-age them, but it didn't look like they like de-aged them much. I thought Hayden said that they didn't for him, but then Obi-Wan. They both had dots on their faces. Even did. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize. I just thought that was interesting. Maybe they had it up there for like an option if they wanted Backup. to de-age them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were like, nah, this is like, uh, nah, it's good. too too, <laughs> too much uh, money has been spent. So just remove the dots <laughs> or leave them on. They have <laughs> very symmetrical freckles. <laughs> they literally just clone. Like, like they still leave them on, but when they go into the editing process, so doing the de-aging, they literally just clone stamp them out. Yeah. <laughs> Last few things I have to say about Kenobi series because we have to move on because we have so much to talk about. Yes. One, I just want to say I've really been enjoying this like mini break from Star Wars content that we've had over the past few weeks. Like it's been a nice yes, like, kind of yes, yes. break, and this gets me excited like for Andor coming up in like a few weeks. Separation makes the heart grow fonder. Everyone says I'm actually going to see Rogue One tonight in theaters. They're doing they did like a really? theater re-release. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm super pumped for that. I'm going with my roommate. Yeah, you should do, do check it out. Like if if there's if uh, AMC near you is doing it. Yeah, I'll see um, if, if any of the guys are available. I think that'd be dope. And then finally, I just want to comment. I thought it was hilarious that like one of the last shots of the documentary was um when they wrapped on the final day of sh- shooting. You McGregor pulled out like a bunch of cigars and was like, "I have some cigars left over from when my kid was born." <laughs> and then he said, "Disney won't like this much." And then he starts letting people take him, and he puts him down. He's, he's like, like "That's wants that's, over here." That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just amazing. I oh that. man, the full full circle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, well, that was a uh, documentary Obi Wan uh, documentary. So, what do you want to talk about next? We've got Pinocchio, Thor four. Let's just talk about Thor four super quick. Oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. I have like nothing to talk about really because I just yeah true. I basically I didn't thought, see any of the extra stuff. There, there was no extra stuff. I know. Yeah, I was. I. That's why we were like we're excited. Like maybe they'll put lead scenes and like they always do like gag reels and stuff. There's nothing there. I was like, what? So I don't know if they just like stagger those releases. Like maybe they'll come up later. But I, I don't know. But then, th- so, but then they do a docu. Did the documentary come out about it too? No, or? I don't think so. I saw that there was a documentary about the making of Thor. Oh really? Thor. There is. Where? What's it called? Assemble the making of Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, we should have watched that. What the fuck? Why wasn't that suggested when I click on... Sorry, Disney Plus was hiding it from me. (laughs) All right, so this is Pinocchio. Spoilers for Pinocchio. We both watched this. Even though it's already been... They made changes, obviously. It's slightly different. What did you think of it? It tried. Okay, here's the thing. Tom Hanks... Geppetto. uh, Perfect. Perfect Geppetto. Like, he did an amazing job in that role okay i thought the cast was pretty good pedo himself is a terrible father yeah literally his boy steps outside for the first time says what is that bright thing in the sky referring to the sun your 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 son literally has not seen the sun you don't even you don't even like hold his hand take him around town first he said i there's the world go and do your <laughs> schooling you know maybe that's why his first son died oh my Oh my god! <laughs> I no, that's so bad. But I, I, I'm like, I really do like how they leaned into like the reason he's making Pinocchio is because he is like mourning the loss of his like family and his other son. I do like that 
a lot and that like makes it more believable that like oh he has this love for it and that's why the blue fairy like accepts him and I, this could also yeah. be in the 1940 pinocchio i just haven't seen that since i was like eight so same. i just don't really remember much from that i i wasn't really fond of this one honestly like same it, it's it just was... like kind of stepped on the same beats which is fine maybe it's probably for like another generation of kids to accept i also thought this was the guillermo del toro i think i said that in the previous podcast there's two pinocchio movies coming out this year there's yeah. this one, which was Robert Zemeckis. I didn't even realize this. There's Robert Zemeckis did this one, which he also did Forrest Gump, which is really cool. So he and Tom Hanks like reunited uh, yeah. to do this. Um, but then there's also the Guillermo del Toro one, which is like that animated one that's coming mm-hmm. out December of. That's of this that's year. the one I was thinking we were talking. You're talking about when this one was coming out. I'm like, oh wait, no, this is a completely yeah, different one. I don't know, but um, and then there's also this other one that I've seen memes of. Where he's like, oh. Father, I want to be a real boy. And like everyone's going off about it. Because it's just like, why is porn. he? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, have you not seen like the, the TikToks about that one? No, I'm not on Pinocchio TikTok, <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, no, it's like, a, it's just another animated what TikTok thing. TikTok are you? <laughs> it's, it's animated TikTok. It was on Jeez. Pinocchio porn TikTok. <laughs> uh, imagine. I want to be a uh, real boy. Okay, no, I'm like. <laughs> uh, <what's that>? yeah. <laughs> this episode uh, has turned it from Disney Plus into we pitch Pinocchio porn. <laughs> oh man! Um, every, hey, every time he lies, that, that's I'm, what I okay. know, I'm, dude. There's something there. <laughs> um, I thought the cast was pretty good. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was Jiminy Cricket. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was even him. I thought he did great. Oh yeah, no, he, he did an amazing job. Tom Hanks is Geppetto. Keegan Michael Key as the Fox was stole the show for me i thought yes he, he was like my favorite character yes the modern jokes about the school system and taxes <laughs> it was a good outlet for adults watching this was there the fox character in the original one yeah oh, that's what i thought but i'm like would that make sense in a world to where there's also like other geppetto's cat and like other cats and stuff like that you know what i'm saying oh oh you're saying like why is this like fox sentient and can like communicate but like the cat can can't well there's a fox and there's the cat was like the his little buddy i know but like you're saying like why can't geppetto's cat like communicate and the other cat can yeah like, like there's are they like they have tears of cats you know i guess that's or the same you- case maybe maybe the 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 geppetto's cat this is headcanon now maybe geppetto's cat is like hyper intelligent but like knows that if he like plays like cute and dumb like he'll just get fed he'll and like just babied yeah, yeah. by geppetto <laughs> Oh my god, that's kind of like abuse. Because he's like taking care, or he's using this old man yeah. who lost his child to like have him nurture it. Yeah, him. he's using that's that like, like pity so... aspect. He's like, I know this man needs some Also, support. the fish. I lost it. It took me out of it when G- Geppetto is like going through the rain searching for Pinocchio. And he just has the fishbowl under his arm. I'm like, why yeah. the heck would you why bring would you... that? Like, it makes oh sense in the cartoon. God. Like, it doesn't, like, bring me out of it that much. But seeing it in live action, like, this guy, like, on this epic quest to hunt and search for his kid in, like, the storm. And then he just has a goldfish, like, under his arm. I'm like, what? <laughs> the, the one thing that threw me off with that, I think I was paying attention. Like, I, I, you know, I was, like, thinking about, like, VFX and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, are there raindrops on the water of the, the fish thing? Was there? And I couldn't tell. I don't think there was. Oh. Um, Is water kinda- wet? Don't open up that no, can of worms Jake, again. Not, no, no, stop, please, God. I did like, I did like the design of the sea monster. Yeah, it wasn't just a it, whale this time. Yeah, it had like the tentacle things too. I thought that was interesting. Speaking of the whale, like 
that goldfish again, like survived like three boat crashes in this whole journey. Like this fish tank, this glass fish tank. I was like, how the heck is this thing like? It's bulletproof glass. Made it. <laughs> yeah, maybe Geppetto like when he's not doing clocks, he makes like bulletproof fish tanks. What What did you think of the escape from the the? It kind of went on the, a little the, bit. The speedboating Pinocchio. <laughs> It was like uh, Dash from The Incredibles. Like, yeah, is that part of his wish? Like, I wish he was a real boy. And then he like starts to go to bed. But if he's not a real boy and he's a wooden boy, he has super speedy <laughs> legs. <laughs> Good night. Uh, well, again, how did that happen in the original? Did that happen in the original? No, that's not happening. Because the didn't they get like blown out? Like the yeah, yeah. So I don't know what happens in the original. But it is not a speedboat. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes it kind of worked in a sense with this one because like, oh yeah, he can dance really fast and he he can dance so fast his feet make fire. You know, he's got fire feet. I don't think that translates to speedboat. Like I don't that, know. No, what I'm trying to say is that if his feet are so fast and he can do that, but at the same time, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's just like I I see like the log- logic they're trying to follow. Yeah, but I feel like that was I agree with you. I think it was too much for the speedboat thing. Also, when they went full speed into that crevice in the mountain to get away, oh my I'm like, gosh, I thought I'm they were like, going to crash in the wall. And <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's the thing—you don't even know how deep that hole is. Yeah, when I think so, around like, the corner, it just was like a dead end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just like, and the freaking... fish tank's still okay. <laughs> no, no, oh, they you use see... the fish tank to brace themselves, and they're fine. <laughs> it's like MLG watering <laughs> in Minecraft—you just use the fish tank. <laughs> Well, no, I, just, I was just thinking, like, Geppetto, like, literally hits hits a wall. Because how fast do you think they are going? Like, over 100 miles per hour. Well, he was, like, going... It was also funny. He was, like, going, like, really fast. And then, like, Pinocchio, like, tanks the nitro or whatever. And just, like... Yeah. <laughs> he's, like... He's, he's, like... He's, like, oh, now screw this. And then... <laughs> and he's Dude, just they freaking... I would have seen an edit with Tokyo Drift over it. Uh, <laughs> and just, like, edit in to Fast and Furious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, but no, like, imagine, like, Geppetto just hitting a wall at 100 miles per hour because there's, like, no seatbelts in the boat. Like, that's what would have happened. Yeah, good thing it didn't happen. What do you think at the end, um, <sighs> Pinocchio didn't turn into a real boy? That was also different. What do you mean he did? No, he didn't turn into a real boy. He stayed did as... S- did you not see his legs and arms? It transitioned. Okay, I'll look it up. Oh, shoot, you're right. He does turn into a boy. That's so subtle. It's so subtle. Wow, I thought they changed that. I was literally going to compliment that they didn't change it. Yeah, it's so subtle, but at the end there he is. See? Oh, that was don't, weird. I don't, I don't ju- like that. My point is like very like weird, diggy, like like messy looking. Like, yeah, because it's not know. an actual... Because there are humans in this world, but he doesn't turn into like a... That guy that looks like a human. <laughs> he's not a real boy either. He's still a CGI he's a, boy. He's an uncanny <laughs> valley CGI boy. I, I was going to say I like how they don't. They kind of kept it. The message is like he doesn't need to change to be accepted by his father. I really liked that. But I guess they just threw that out the windows. Never mind. But <laughs> there was some aspects I did like about this that I do want to talk about. I did like how... Um, so because this is live action, it mm-hmm. made so much more sense why Pinocchio was like shunned at school and by like actual humans because you can Mm -hmm. distinctly see the difference between like a human and like a cgi puppet yeah because like in the cartoon in the 40s like pinocchio doesn't look that different from like these like caricature other than like like, cartoon boys except for like anatomy like with his joints yeah Yeah. that's the only thing so i was like why are they making fun of me doesn't look that different but this time like yeah if a freaking puppet walked up to me i'd be like what is happening right now (laughs) I feel like honestly he'd get made fun of more if he looks like that CGI like uncanny valley monster boy at the end. I feel like he's worse off now. <laughs> yeah, how do you think his face would look? Uh, I guess I they pur- purposely did so his face because of yeah, that. Obviously. Like, we can't obviously. do it. We can't yeah. do it. 
Well, because you'd have Dang. to freaking do like an anamorph between the Pinocchio rig to like a human boy, which you couldn't yeah. do, but like it looked weird. Wow, you just opened my mind. I, I'm sorry for doubting you. I told you. Let, let's talk about um, Cars on the Road, I guess this is the only other Disney, what's it called, thing we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch it, but. Yeah, what did you think? I watched the first two episodes. I thought it was kind of cute. Was it? I'm definitely wow. not the target audience. Like, I think it's for. Kids, so they could sell more toys? Yeah, it's for kids, but it's weird because, like, <laughs> we, were, we were the target audience when it came out. So I'm wondering if this is, like, for, like, adults now to show their kids. Because it has been like 17 years or something like that since the first Cars came Holy out. Holy crap, also, really? It's 2005 is when it came out. So it's We're just old. It's weird because like I couldn't tell if they recasted the voice actors or if they're just old now. Like they just sounded <laughs> slightly different than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> there were funny gags in it. Like the second episode's like a horror episode. Um, and it, they kind of like remake scenes from like The Shining and stuff with cars mm. though. And like so they like draw on, like on the wall in red like a word and they and like you're supposed to look at it in a mirror and like be scared because like it's backwards but they just drew race car on the wall it was just really funny because race car when you look at it in the backwards mirror he turns yeah so he like like uh. it pans and lightning's like what and like there's like no no like horror <laughs> scare or anything he's just like what because he like pans like it's gonna be like this big reveal so that was really funny yeah they, they do like another shining trope in that episode where like blood pouring down the elevator but it's like antifreeze because that's what like um <laughs> is inside them oh that's pretty good uh I'm it's sure funny they use gas yeah but no in another one blood? uh the horror yeah. episode they do like uh like he sees like the the two gr- twins at the end of the hallway that are floating and he's like ah and then like he's in a tight hallway so he has to do like a seven point turn to like turn around before he can start running away <laughs> so that's <laughs> pretty funny uh but like yeah i only watched that episode and there was like a dinosaur episode but like I, again, I don't think I was the target audience. There's there's definitely some, like, funny moments if they continue like that. The story is that, like, Mater is in Radiator Springs and, like, gets a call from his, like, long-lost sister that, like, he hasn't talked to in years that she's, like, having a wedding. And so he and Lightning McQueen, Lightning agrees to go, like, on a road trip with him. And this is, like, their adventures, a few episodes, like, as they go across the country, which is pretty fun. Um, I yeah. like the concept. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's Cars cool. on the Road. And on their second day, they have the Shining experience, which is nice. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> you and I on a road trip across the country. We go to somewhere, like some motel or something, and then that's what we we get into. Yeah. Oh man. All right. What did so? Let's talk about um D twenty three and some of the announcements. So again, we've only had like the Friday announcements, but they have announced a lot on Friday. A lot of it's like so we. I don't think if they're gonna announce Marvel and Star Wars stuff, we haven't heard that yet. Um, so we mm-hmm. might react to it. Like, yeah. So. They've announced a lot, and I'll kind of run through them, give a brief synopsis, and then hear your thoughts on, like, some of them uh, and, like, your favorite. So the first thing I saw was they announced, in the vein of live-action remakes, uh, Snow White, a Snow White live-action remake, which has Gal Gadot in it and Rachel Zegler, who was the girl from West Side Story. I think she's going to be Snow White. Hmm. Snow White was, like, Disney's first feature, so... Does this mean it'll be their last version of the CGI, the reality ones? Nope, because they also announced Peter Pan and Wendy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, live action, Peter Pan and Wendy. What do you think about just all the live action? I th- honestly, I think it's stupid. Yeah, I, I think it's I feel stupid. Like it is bringing in like a new generation of kids, but I just want new stories, man. And I don't know if that's just me growing up and not well, being cynical or like... Why than that? I just think doing it in live action is stupid, especially with the technology we have nowadays. I feel like what they need to do is a thing where it's like a 
almost like the Dragon Ball Z movie to where they have it as a 3D animation, but it feels like it's 2D. But do that in a oh. Disney way to where you're able to add extra flair, add extra flavor to these stories that you've already told, but make it feel more more Modern. magical. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe doing it in live action, you're opening yourself to these problems to where you're having to blend these things that are supposed to like again, what we were just talking about with Pinocchio, like him blending into a real boy. Like that feels Yeah. It felt weird. It didn't look right. Yeah, I feel like fairy tales the medium of animation is very suited for it. And I think translating it now that we have like VFX, I think people are trying to be like, oh, we can do this now in live action. And it's kind of just interesting. Like I feel like the fantastical element of animation like, again, another thing with Pinocchio was, like, the boys turning into donkeys. That just felt, like, weird to me. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, and I, but in the cartoon, it was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, so, that's exactly what I'm saying. There's some things that lean in better that keep them in animation. And also, just like Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park, you're so preoccupied whether or not you could. You never thought the question whether or not you should, you Whoa. know? So, that's I feel deep. like we're getting to a point there now with CGI to where because we can do all this amazing stuff doesn't necessarily mean that we should. And there's going to be other aspects of storytelling to where it's better to do it in different ways, you know? So but yeah. that's just me. Well, speaking of just, again, and along the line of animation and live action, uh, Enchanted is getting a sequel like very soon. Like I didn't realize this was happening, but yeah, this, Disenchanted. Disenchanted, that's Thanksgiving of this year. Oh wait, um, really? I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like I and I kinda I kinda dig that. That's like a baller move to just like drop that and be like, yep, it's coming out in like two, three months. Like I I kinda like that. I don't know, I like that. And like don't have to do like a huge marketing run. Cause I one of my pet peeves is like when I see a trailer for something I like am interested in and then like have to wait two years to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Cough, cough, spider verse, cough, cough. <laughs> did did you see the first Enchanted? No, I did not. It's pretty good. It's like the story of like this fairy tale princess well she so she gets um taken out some like portal and like this curse or whatever and she, and she ends goes up in, like, like earth. to new york and yeah then, so it goes from animated yeah. to earth so i think that was a version of like a well-done transition and like but i think the main world was earth world so they didn't have to like take a lot of creative liberties with like translating mm-hmm. animation i don't know we also have elemental that was uh we saw another look at we that was announced previously from pixar and disney that is the like fire guy and um, or like lava guy and like water girl, shark girl, um, or maybe it's vice versa. I don't know <laughs> that uh, another Pixar thing with like a fire guy and a, a water girl. I don't know much about it, but the concept art we've seen looks pretty cool. There's so many animations with that concept, so I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I know. Um, that made me think of like the the cool math games, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. That's what. Oh my made god. Me think of that. That or Heat Miser and Freeze Miser. There's like, yeah, there's tons of iterations of this. But so Pixar also announced uh, a new project called uh, Elio or Elio. E-L-I-O. So the synopsis, this it sounded pretty, pretty mm. interesting. The concept art was pretty cool, but it's like a boy mm. who finds himself transported across the galaxy and is mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador for our planet Earth. So that, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, that is kind of funny. That's yeah, kind of a funny sh- concept. Shit deal. Imagine if you go to like a super militaristic hostile planet and you're like, oh, you're the ambassador for this alien species. And you're like, sure. What is that? What's yeah. your definition of ambassador? Do I get to keep my toes? Like, what's going on yeah. here? <laughs> that would be your first question when you're trying to cross the galaxy. Can I keep my toes? Like, are you going to hurt me? That's why I'm just that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's this. If you ever like are up for an ambassador to Earth, I want to use that clip as like your campaign speech. Don't worry, guys. My priorities are straight. 
My first question I ask is, can I keep my toes for this job? So Mufasa <laughs> uh, was also announced. Mm-hmm. This one looks pretty interesting. It's like a prequel to The yeah. Lion King. I don't know. I think that could be interesting. Long live the king. Dude, last night. Oh my god, dude. We last were gaming night. last night. Oh my gosh, it was we, so funny. We were funny. playing Fall Guys because we were going in between games. So I was like, it was like doing. this rivalry with this guy. This one guy kept on grabbing me. So I kept on like, we kept on like going at each other. I felt like we were boxing, you know? Both of us made it all the way to the last <laughs> round, both yeah. of you, like our teams. And then uh, we were getting towards the end. And we were doing like a spinning thing, and like I grabbed him and just said, "Long live the king!" and pushed him off. Like you pushed him off, timing. dude. <laughs> it was so great. And then right after, they're like, "Daniel, I've killed him." And I'm like, "Yes, you. thank you." I literally in was my so mind, happy. I just I like as he was falling, the the like sound bite of Simba screaming like, "No!" no just played in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, back to uh, tank. Yeah, so Mufasa. Mufasa this was this shocked me. Um, hmm. Inside Out uh, got a sequel announced. They're doing Inside Out two. Outside in. Yeah. No. It's just called <laughs> Inside Out two. Yeah. I don't know. I, that was a really good movie. Like I. I wonder if like how they're gonna do that. Like I don't think they announced too much, but like I wonder if they're gonna follow up with Riley in her teenage years, or if they're gonna like explore a new another person child. with a different person. Like a, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I, I really like Inside Out. Like the world is cool because you are just you have like the best excuse to just explore human emotions and really like dive deep and like spell stuff out and like have people connect on an internal level like it's a really cool concept and it did really well so i'm excited wait was the lava short was that in front of the lava short what's the lava short yes the lava short it's like a pixar short that played before inside out and it was like two volcanoes that fell in love like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i hope will come true I w- yeah. That was before Inside Out, so maybe we'll get a lava sequel. They'll have lava babies. Oh my <laughs> gosh, volcano babies! Oh, that's awesome, dude. I got. Did I tell you I got my first girlfriend because of the lava song? No. Did you I, know? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Because of the lava, I got. Yeah. So I got my first girlfriend because of the lava Inside Out short. So we were at like a Christmas party and. My mm-hmm. friend just had a ukulele, and that had just come out, like the lava short, and it was like on my mind, like a lot. And I like really liked the song, so I like had it memorized. And then my friend had a ukulele at the Christmas party, and I was like, "Oh, can I play?" I have no idea how to play ukulele, so I get it, and I start strumming horribly, but start singing confidently over it, like the lava song, like "I have a dream, I hope will come true." Um, and after I do like the whole song, just str- strumming horribly, and then at the very end, like I put the thing down, and then the girl that eventually became my girlfriend was like. That was incredible. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> like I, had, uh, I, I don't even know if I owned up. I was like, I forget. But I, I like, I literally had no idea how to play. I was just strumming randomly. But I think I was singing so confidently. Oh my god! I didn't know she reacted like that, man. And then like we started hanging out after that. One thing led to another. We started dating. But yeah, shout out Pixar. So maybe Inside <laughs> Out Two, Lava Two will get me my next girlfriend. So Pixar, you got a lot to live up to. <laughs> oh my god. Um, back to the tank. Maybe I need to learn more Hawaiian. You just need to learn to sing. You need to learn the ukulele as long as you sing confidently (laughs) enough over the ukulele. (laughs) Yeah, so Inside Out, another thing was announced. We got a trailer for the live-action Little Mermaid. They showed a teaser. That didn't look bad. I'm actually really excited for that. Just, like, the girl who's... I don't know who the girl is that is playing Ariel, but her singing gave me chills, like, twice during, like, the brief teaser like it was really good 
I also just loved The Little Mermaid as a kid, so it just brought me back. Yeah, I don't know. Excited about that. I, no, I love The Little Mermaid. I'm just hoping that they do Sebastian right. Oh, who's playing Sebastian? Do we know? I don't know. Guilford Godfrey. Ariel, you can't get to the land. Oh, he died. I forgot he died this year. Oh, dang. Did you not know that? I'm sorry for bringing that. <laughs> Maybe he recorded his lines before. Oh, it's David D. D- David Diggs. David Diggs. He's um he he's really good. He was Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. Oh, he, okay. he's really incredible. I'm actually super excited for that. So he knows what he's doing with his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So maybe we get like a Hamilton style rap, but for the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Downward Twitter. Yes, things are better. Take it from me. <laughs> I should not be Sebastian. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Strange New World. That's coming out November of this year as well. That's new, like, I don't know if that's Disney and Pixar or just Disney. Um, that's the one where I think, like, we oh, saw the concept oh, art. Oh, yes! Yeah, yes! You just hit, it just hit my brain. Dude, I'm so excited for that one. It's 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 literally what you just said. It's like, a, it's an alien world. It, it's just, it's, I don't know what the story is. because I saw, like, concept art of, like, yeah. platforms that, like, walk and stuff. It just looks like, like a cool world. A strange yeah, it's, new it's, world. It's literally, it's an environment artist, like, wet yeah, dream. Yeah, I remember you did say that, yeah. It looks so beautiful. And I am totally excited. I'm totally excited. Sorry. Uh, so the last, I was literally about to look up <laughs> what, <laughs> if anything else has been announced for Disney Plus, and my brain just went to Penn State football. So I just Googled, my brain just typed in this football. <laughs> Penn State's winning. So that's good. Uh, sorry about that. But yeah, so um, I, I'm checking, while I'm checking if anything else has been announced since we've been recording, doesn't look like it has. But the last thing that I saw that was announced on Friday was mm-hmm. uh, Wish. And I'm curious about this one. So this, I, I saw things about this, but remind me. It is the origin of the iconic wishing star from Disney. So like Pinocchio, like when you wish upon a star, I guess it's mm-hmm. the origin of that star. So I wonder if that means like the origin of the first person that used it or like the origin of like balls of gas, like Pumbaa said, colliding. Gas, like coming together. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. All the movie is, is just gas. It's like a time lapse of these gas clouds coming together and like forming and then forming and I think the words disney <laughs> could actually do like a really cool like abstract thing about stars colliding and being born like i think that would be right up disney's alley that'd be visually spectacular and like if they like give the stars personalities like i think that could actually be pretty interesting i don't think that's how they're gonna approach it because i think no. there was concept art of like this girl on earth but i don't know the way they're probably gonna approach it i wonder if they're gonna get into like the birth of fairies too like oh if that like... originates from these stars and then at the end walt disney is born Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I could see being like, like, you know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, like, Destiny lore, but, like, there's the Traveler. Like, the which game? Is, like, a giant, yeah, in the game. Yeah, no, It's I'm like not. the, the Traveler's like a giant ball, right? And uh-huh. out of that ball came all the ghosts. So I wonder if it'd be something like that to, like, once the ball's activated, you know, you get all the ghosts and all the guardians. Oh, you so, like, that. once the star is activated, like, that's where the fairies the, come That's from? where you get fairies and all that. Oh, like the blue fairy and, and like, the fairies yeah, from, exactly. like, Sleeping Beauty and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fairy godmother from Cinderella. Well, all, yeah, there's all like in a meeting or something. <laughs> I don't know. Or it could be like if you're... you're ooh, Gandalf's like there. The star is like a different color. That's what determines like the color oh. of like, the fairy's dress or something. I don't know. So like they're all from different... So green. There's green stars and pink stars. Kind of cool. Sure. sure. I don't know. All I right. guess. Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's green because she's sick from drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so out of those things, those were the things announced. What what what's like stands out to you as like your favorite? Honestly, it's Strange World. Strange Strange New my, World. 
Yeah, because yeah. it's it's something that's not it's something that's new. It's different. Like we were talking about before, like like we keep on getting like these rehashes of these stories, right? Which we already know in a way, and it's, yeah. it's cool. But again, I feel like there's better ways to do that. But with this, again, it's like right up my alley. So that's that's what I'm I'm looking for. Yeah. What about you? Honestly, Inside Out excites me. Not just really the allure of becoming of getting a new girlfriend, but uh, I just like that oh that God. world. <laughs> um, also, uh, Ilya or Elio, however you pronounce it, like that guy, the little boy that's transported across the galaxy. I love space stuff. I think just the concept art looked very cool. They need to do the world building right for that. But if it's yeah. done well, then I'll be excited for that too. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Yeah, those were the D23 announcements. Ready for Trilly Tube TV tidbits? Yes. Did you know that the Super Battle Droids from Attack of the Clones originally had a little bit of a package, if you know what I mean? Oh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, so when the original designs came out, they were going through and designing them with being more bulky and having more anatomy structure than the B1 Battle Droids, right? But huh. when it came to the walk cycles, they realized the crotch region had a swaying mass pendulum <laughs> yeah and it's funny because george was like that that he literally pointed at the screen in one of the uh like recordings of it and he's like yeah uh that <laughs> <laughs> so they they had to like you know smooth it out make it you know kind of go with like the form of the, like a ken doll yeah the ken doll <laughs> super battle droid i have one as well that's really interesting i i didn't yeah. know that <laughs> um so did you know that in the incredibles pixar was told they couldn't use the name elastigirl what that's like the <laughs> so DC Comics has a character named Elasta Dash Girl that was created in 1963, and when DC was told that Pixar was creating a character called Elasta Girl, no Dash, they were not happy. So they almost didn't let Pixar use the name due to copyright reasons, but they came to a compromise. They decided to let Pixar use the name only for the movie. So that's why in all the promo material, like back in the early 2000s when P Incredibles came out the toys and merch outside the movie, she had to be referred to as Mrs. Incredible. Interesting. It has been changed now, but so they can't refer to her as Elastigirl. But yeah, so that was pretty interesting. All right, you ready to jump into the next segment, patron shoutouts? Yeah, hit me with it. Cue Stars music. Boosh, you got Patreon Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much for pledging the tier. Thank you for the shout out. If you'd like to support us over on Patreon, like it's down in the description. You get the audio episode early, special benefits, cool perks, a lot of jazz, and more. Thank you seriously to our Patreon supporters. We really do appreciate your support. Sorry if you can hear the trash truck backing up outside of my door right now. Ready for the next segment? Cool comments. Yeah. What we got this time? We actually have a lot of comments that they're not they're not that cool though it's a lot of people a lot of tolkien nerds uh yelling at us <laughs> oh yes no i saw the tiktoks oh my god no, no i have a tiktok our our youtube we have 27 comments and most of them are Wait, like really you don't want to be associated with this show i'm like bro chill <laughs> yeah i will i will read video video vagrancy complimented the map work my company did uh or the company i work for did she, she said oh boy where do i begin when it comes to the map work you and your co-workers did you guys did a good job there honestly they looked great in the show and then he said that's where my praise ends it goes on for another paragraph to talk about the problems with brings power with the writing and everything <laughs> so i'm not gonna get into that oh but he did say it sucks because people like you and others put hard work into it and a lot of people are not happy with it and amazon isn't making things any better oh well well thank you video vagrancy for leaving the most respectful criticism comments yeah. out of everything. I honestly really do appreciate that. Some of these comments are kind of mean, but you know what? People are entitled to their, entitled to their opinion. Thank you for watching either way. All right. Ready for the introduction. Yeah. Tell me when. When. We just talked about what we want to talk about, and now we're done. 
Thank you so, so much for listening. We seriously, really, genuinely do appreciate it. Next week, we have a really exciting episode. Um, so there's a new Netflix movie called Do Revenge coming out. And we were uh, mm-hmm. reached out to mm-hmm. by the uh, manager of a uh, an artist whose song is featured on the film. And we got a chance to interview her and uh, talk about her experience working at Netflix and what like it's like to work in the music industry, music work in music in the film industry and like how that coincides. So... Yep. It was a really fun episode. I'm really excited with that. Excited for you guys to check it out. Yeah. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye.